Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. Those of us who are pretty versed in shadow stalking already are going to understand why heaven is for sinners and hell is for saints. And that title is not just meant to be provocative. It's a truth. It's a universal truth. And I'm going to explain why in a moment. First, I just want to say that it is important when listening to people like me talk, who talk about archetypal energies and the symbolic realms, that you understand that that's our frame of reference. We're coming from symbolism. And in no way am I trying to um, denigrate anybody's religious path. I totally respect anybody's spiritual path and religion. And in saying that heaven is for sinners, in no way am I saying that the Christian heaven or the Muslim heaven is where sinners go. It's not what I'm saying. So now that that's out of the way, I'm going to describe what I mean by that um, using the frame of the symbolic world and, and the confluence of the symbolic and the somatic, because that's really what shadow stalking and my work is about as an archetypal somatic coach and uh, underworld guide and shadow stalker. That's what I'm going to talk about. If we have heaven as a symbol for some sort of a better place than the overworld or the waking dream or dense reality, you know, the world we walk around in, um, what we call reality, what we experience as life. If we believe that heaven is a place, this is going to be very helpful to have us, to help us to gather our ethics and morals to come from a place of possibly compassion and caring and to have some sort of an ethical system for how we treat each other and ourselves. So in that way, heaven is a helpful tool to um, have us examine how we are living our life if we're living life in a productive, ethical, caring, self-caring way. The idea for me anyway of sin, you know, using that in the title is a little bit tongue in cheek. Um, I almost said heaven is for criminals, um, which also could sound judgmental. Um, but, you know, the idea is that we all have shadow. And if we, in the overworld or the waking dream have this concept of of goodness or doing our best or coming from a place where um we're we're at least having a framework some sort of guideline the you know whether it's the 10 commandments or the yoga sutras of patanjali's yamas and niyamas 
um, you know, some sort of path that we're following, even the hero's journey is a powerful moral tale um, or a moral framework for how to make our way through reality. If we have something like that, we're more likely to lead a conscious life. And it's important to recognize that consciousness isn't a um, necessarily a better thing than unconscious acting out or sinning or committing crimes. But um, in terms of soul evolution, we want to be able to decode the crimes we've committed, either in our hearts or in reality. So heaven or the concept of being able to get into heaven or being allowed into heaven is helpful if you lack ethics, if you haven't led a very good life, if you, and by good, I mean, you know, committing crimes or something. If you have believed that you can get away with things in the overworld or in dense reality without having any sort of karma backlash, heaven's a good concept. And karma's a good concept in that instance as well. The idea that I, what I put out comes back to me threefold. That's kind of a pagan idea. Um, those are helpful. This is, this is why heaven is for sinners. We need a place in the future that we will be um, we will be able to mark against our behavior in the present. Okay, so moving forward to why hell is for saints. Now, if you have a a path of shadow stalking, shadow integration. And, um, you know, moving between the overworld and the underworld, the idea of heaven isn't as important. We don't really need that. We're already recognizing that we're on a mission. That's why we incarnated. We're here to do some sort of soul growth. And there's a purpose. There's a, um, not exactly a script, but there's something going on, a myth and a quest that we're on. And we're here to, to do, something, if we have this ethical foundation positive, and we can easily recognize if somebody points out to us, or um, if you're arrested, you know, that's a pretty good sign that you need to stop and rest and um, take a moment to breathe, whether you're, uh, whether you committed the crime or not, if you get arrested, there's something symbolic here for you to decode. So um, be aware of that. If um, if you already have a pretty strong ethical background, if you're already following the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, the Yamas and the Niyamas, non-violence, non-stealing, uh, non-grasping, you know these kinds of things where you have just a baseline of how to how to be a an ethical person in the world, then 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 you're doing something different. You're doing what I call shadow stalking and integrating shadow, or you can be doing that. You can be doing these journeys into the underworld. And the reason that, you know, and again, it's a little tongue in cheek calling ourselves saints, but it's a, um, maybe it's a thankless job. It's not about karma. It's not about doing something good because I did something bad in a past life. 
Um, for many people on the planet, they don't even need to incarnate. They incarnate specifically just to complete a mission because their heart is so full and so big as souls that they want to come to earth and contribute positively to the collective. Those are saints, in my opinion. And some people think of the, the matrix or the overworld or life as hell. And again, symbolically, for some it is. And the, the pain portal or trauma or whatever kind of initiation we've had that's been traumatic can be this doorway into hell for a lot of us. And, you know, I joke with my clients about, you know, we're learning to get a taste for hell, but we are because that's where our pain is. Our pain is sometimes um, lost and, and wandering in hell. And so we got to go to hell in order to retrieve these energies. And um, you don't even have to use the word saint. You can say something else, just consciousness training leads to a desire or a big enough heart to want to go to hell. And the way I feel about being a coach is that when somebody's in hell and they come to me with their pain, I would rather be in hell with them than in some happy place or heaven you know for, for when when somebody's still in hell i feel like i want to go be there i'm not trying to fix things for people it's it's i'm not trying to rescue people but in being with somebody who's trapped in hell there is a sense of ennobling or expansion that can happen for that person it's like the transmission of shakti it's available the 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 heart energy now is available for somebody who's in hell. If you're if you're willing without without being cast to hell, if you're saying to yourself, I'm going to go to hell because somebody's there or a part of myself is there, then then that's that's all heart. And that's really what a saint is, is somebody who does something not for payment, not to make themselves better or pump up their ego or you know become a CEO. They become a saint because they their heart is big enough to make going towards anybody who's in pain or any part of themselves in pain is more important than anything else. So it's kind of a little bit ironic, isn't it, that as the collective evolves and our you know our collective soul evolves, we go closer to hell. We want to go to hell more than we want to go to heaven. We want to be where any pain is because we're um, able to. Not everybody's able to go to hell. I always say that the, the hero's journey is always impossible and the hero is always inadequate and the hero goes anyway. But we go there, we, we descend into hell or the underworld because we can. And even 
when it feels like we're not doing anything or we're just so-called suffering or having problems or difficulty, if we become conscious to, okay, I'm in hell and, and there's something here for me, then the whole landscape shifts. It's like what I call bringing heaven down to hell. The love is the heaven. It's not a place. It's the love. So rather than us trying to leave dense reality and get to heaven, we're actually the channel of heaven. We get to bring that through our hearts down into hell where anything is trapped. And now this path isn't for everybody, and I know that, and I'm not even suggesting that it's somehow better to be a saint and want to go to hell. And again, all my honor and respect for anybody's path, wherever anybody is, if you believe that it's not as good as your path, you're in total Maya, you're in illusion. The, the, that, you, that you would know with your puny mind or be able to judge another person on earth is, um, uh, it's a misunderstanding of judgment and how that works. So I um, humbly, uh, if I have treaded on anybody's uh, religion or any ideas about what they believe their heaven means or anything, I'm, you know, that was a that was accidental and not at all on purpose. And and again, this path isn't for everybody. This this symbolic understanding of heaven, hell, and reality is a is for those who resonate with that. This this work, what I am bringing forward, archetypal somatics and shadow stalking, is for those who feel like. It, it's true. If it's not true for you, then that's fine. If you show up here and you happen to be listening to this podcast, it might be worth just trying on what I'm saying and just feel into it for a second. Just check out if you're um, wanting to get away from this kind of information is part of truth or part of fear. It, 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 have I have I walked up to your wall and started busting some holes in it, and now you're not quite so sure? And again, you know, if if that is offensive, forgive me. My intention is really, yeah, to, sure, to be a little provocative and to ask questions. And the truth is that most of us don't have all of the answers. And it's important to ask the questions and have this ability to discern between truth and not truth. And part of that is facing some uncomfortable, potentially challenging and provocative questions and information. And so that's really my intention with this work in this podcast is to hopefully open up the questioning here rather than creating answers. And I think that's a great way to look at 
reality anyway, more with that witness, absorbing, looking, questioning, and being curious. And curiosity is a powerful tool to stay in the present and to have an experience rather than any sort of a a goal or sure knowing thing. That tends to be coming from mind. Curiosity is much more open and open to growth. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.